Hi and welcome. I'm Alison and I pastor a little church in Warrnambool called Sanctuary. This week I want to say a special hello to our LGBTIQA plus friends and listeners. It's a real privilege to journey with you. Today's reflection was first shared on Ida Hobbit, the International Day Against Homophobia, Biphobia, Intersexism and Transphobia. I hope that it speaks to you with words of encouragement, assurance and hope. And remember, you are always welcome at Sanctuary, just the way you are. Today I'm reflecting on John chapter 14 verses 15 through 21. It's a gospel reading for the sixth week of Easter in the year A. Here Jesus promises his disciples that he's arranging for a new advocate to be sent to them, the Spirit of Truth. He reminds them to keep his commandments, which are of course entirely about loving and serving one another, as well as God, neighbour and enemy. And then he tells them that when they show this love, they will come fully alive, and they will know that the Spirit of Christ is alive in them, just as they are alive in Christ. So let's begin. I grew up in a hypercritical atmosphere. I know that my mother loved me deeply. Nevertheless, I was told every day that nothing I did was good enough. I'd wipe the kitchen bench and be yelled at for holding the sponge carelessly or for knocking a few crumbs on the floor. I'd sweep and she'd shout that I was doing it all wrong. And when I changed how I held the broom... Things only got worse. Once, I dropped a drinking glass, and amid sobs and shrieks, I was accused of destroying something precious and irreplaceable. And so, of course, I became a timid, anxious, furtive kind of child, and a cripplingly self-conscious adolescent who was so defensive and so filled with rage that there were times when I could barely breathe. Looking back now, I can see that my mother had issues which, for whatever reason, she was not able to address. But at the time, all I knew is that I was hopeless and worthless and just plain wrong. Many of us know this feeling. Perhaps we too have an unwell or hypercritical parent or partner who flings accusations like poison darts. Perhaps we've experienced mistreatment even abuse by another powerful adult in our lives. Perhaps we have a suppressed immune system or a chronic illness and have had to hear a hundred times that in a global pandemic only vulnerable people are at risk, as if they do not matter. Or perhaps we are gay or trans or somewhere else on the glorious spectrum of human diversity and have been told every day in almost every possible way that we are not normal, that we will never belong, and for some of us that we are sinful and will go to hell. Endless criticism, endless condemnation, endless judgment. They can diminish and destroy a person, which is exactly what the devil wants. For the devil is also known as the enemy, the accuser. And the devil will use all sorts of honeyed means to convince people to speak with his voice. Blame it on the Bible, or nature, or justice, or economics, or an idea of truth, or, quite simply, on being hangry. The devil will find justification for each and every person to speak words of criticism, condemnation, and judgment. And so stifling, destructive, even vicious words 
pour through the lips of ordinary people, like my mother, like politicians, well-meaning Christians, the church, and at times, every one of us. Perhaps we speak our accusations aloud, criticising others for things we do not approve of or understand, quoting the Bible without context or kindness, or putting others down in a futile attempt to convince ourselves of our own worthiness. Or perhaps we say things to ourselves, rehearsing those voices which tell us we are never good enough, not worthy of being loved and fundamentally wrong. But let me be clear, even when they quote the Bible, these voices are not the voice of our Lord Jesus Christ, and they are not spoken by people when they are actively dwelling in him. For he came not to condemn, but to save, not to run down, but to build up, not to destroy, but to bring life and joy into the world. He came to bring life and joy into the world. He loves us and he came to advocate for us. And therefore those who are dwelling in him and in whom he dwells do not speak with the words of accusation and judgment, but heed and speak only words of love. They can do this because they are filled with his spirit. The advocate who, like Jesus, speaks on behalf of victims, the persecuted and the vulnerable, and acts as intercessor, mediator and friend. Not accuser, not judge, not hangman, but the sort of friend who is so constant and loving and gracious and encouraging and forgiving and kind that you yourself are gradually transformed into an agent of expansive and self-giving love. I think those of you who know me would agree. I'm no longer a cripplingly timid and self-conscious shriveled old prune. Nor am I still infinitely defensive or consumed daily by rage. I believe this is because I'm being slowly healed and transformed by the advocacy and the friendship of the Holy Spirit which has been and which continues to be so generously poured into me through the agency of friends, family, church, scripture and prayer. The voice of accusation has not gone away. It still snarls within me and flashes out from me from time to time. But with the Holy Spirit on my side and working on my behalf, it no longer controls me. For many years I felt dead inside. I felt like there was a large cold stone in place of my heart. But these days I feel my heart is warm, beating, fully alive, watered by springs of abundant life. I'm telling you these things about myself in the hope that it gives you hope. And when you are being attacked by the voice of the accuser, the voice which diminishes, deadens and destroys which says that you are not worthy, which snarls that you will never belong, which whispers that God cannot love the person that you have been made to be, then I hope and pray that you can hear this. These are the devil's lies. These are the devil's lies and you have an advocate in the Holy Spirit who seeks only to befriend you 
and love you and intercede on your behalf. So take heart and seek out those people and communities where the Holy Spirit freely flows, where you find love and not loathing, acceptance and not condemnation, freedom, not entrapment, generosity, not meanness, and truthfulness, not secrecy and lies. And learn also to distinguish the voices. Reject any voice which drives you down ever-narrowing paths, which corrodes and condemns, diminishes and denies. Instead, follow the gentle voice, the voice which invites you into spaciousness, that beautiful place of being completely loved, completely accepted, completely known, and utterly transformed by the experience. And if someone is on your heart today, this is your charge. Pick up the phone and make a call. Send a text, write an email or message that person and share a word of acceptance, generosity, encouragement and love. For as a witness to the good news and as someone dwelling in Jesus Christ and animated by his spirit, you too are invited to be an agent not of accusation but of grace. So go to it. Amen. So go now, letting God's Spirit grow in you and flow through you and pour out into others. And may you be led to that spacious place of being completely loved and completely accepted and completely known. And may it be the source of your healing. In the name of the one who seeks to dwell in you. Amen. So if you value what you heard, there's always more to read on our website at sanctuarybaptist.wordpress.com. Sanctuary is funded entirely by members and supporters. If you'd like to support the work of this little church, you can make a donation via PayPal. And you can find the details for this on the website. Great to be with you and we'll catch you another time.